my guest today, one of the best known faces in the world of email marketing, I've got to say, Jenna Davini from Webula. Jenna, glad I could talk you into this and welcome. Yeah, thank you for having me. I'm very excited. Yeah, well, tell people a little bit about Webula first, just for context. Sure. Um, Webula, for the email side of it, is a email hygiene provider. And um, it's as simple as that. We cleanse email addresses. And on the other side of our business, we have a data enhancement side where we append information to your database. So if you have any gaps that you need to fill, mm -hmm. um, give us some sort of information and we will append uh, any sort of PII or demographic information. Yeah. Yeah. Now, and, and, and I'm not joking when I said you're one of the uh, one of the better known faces in email marketing because your role at Webula is you, you head up content marketing, correct? Yes. I'm yeah. a content marketing manager. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you've done an incredibly effective job uh, corralling people, getting getting them to talk, getting their thoughts and opinions, and then sharing that out with the world. Like, really awesome. Thank you. I appreciate that. It's that's actually one of my favorite parts of the job. Yeah. Um, I came out of college three years ago, Penn mm -hmm. State. We are, um, and I didn't even know the email world existed. So I was really <laughs> shocked yeah. that there's just one little industry for all of this, you know, all email. Yeah. Um, and coming in young, I'm sure we'll get to that. Was a little intimidating, but <laughs> with the help of one of my biggest mentors, Jean Jennings, she's introduced me to a ton of influencers in the industry. Yeah. And that's kind of how it started. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you weren't booking through college saying, I can't wait to go into the email industry, right? Not. I had no idea it existed. I just <laughs> fell right into it, but I love it. It, you know, it's truthfully, truthfully in any industry, it, it, there's always this iceberg to it, right? You go, I didn't realize what an enormous business. And then there's there's players and influencers, etc. But you said little, you know, there's 320 billion email messages sent a day. It's little, but it isn't right. Yes. Yeah. They're, they need to have a crash course in, um, <laughs> in college about email. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I would, I would, I, I think I'd say the crash course on a, on a whole lot of things. Intru you, you know, you, one, they'll change anyway by the time you're out, and two, um, you couldn't take it all in, right? Every yeah. every industry truly is just sort of this enormous complex thing. I have to say, having worked in multiple industries, it's funny because everyone who's within a space will end up talking about blah 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 within the industry. <laughs> it gets really self-referential no matter what space you're in. It's, it's kind of comical, but I take it you like it. I do. I love yeah. it. Why? Um, and I'm learning every day. Um, yeah. It's not that I'm a true email marketer. I'm just in this space, a content marketer. Yeah. Um, and I'm just in a small piece of the industry, you know, mm -hmm. the email marketing sides, but it's fascinating how much there is to it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it is, it's come, it, we, those 300 odd billion things don't just fly around accidentally. And there is a lot, you know, both technically, structurally, business-wise, um, un underneath what lands in your inbox, right? Absolutely. <laughs> and, and it's quite, I'm guessing, just from the conversations that I've seen on the, on the content that you share on behalf of Webula, it's also quite a global um, beast email. Yes, yes, for sure. Um, I, I work with a lot of people all over the world. Yeah, um, uh, Gavin um, Loguini. I always butcher his last name. Yeah, from Bob Digital. I tried it. Kath Pay, Delaquest. Yep. 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 UK, UK, uh, Antigua. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Real, kind of a foothold or kind of a, a stronghold or whatever the word is, um, in in the UK of in email. Is that just my impression? It seems like it. No, I agree. Yeah. yeah, like a surprising, or maybe because they 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 speak English and the rest of us are just imitating or something, <laughs> something like that. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, so first job out of school, and yet you've taken you you know you've taken to the uh, content marketing like like an old ham pro. How come? Um, email marketing or content marketing? Content marketing specifically. Um, I'm just going to have to give props back to Webula, a huge support system. Um, yeah. they have been a huge help with growing and just allowing me to learn. And once again, Jean Jennings, mm -hmm. um, just helping me, um, 
be a mentor and not just her, but other, other mentors, you know, you, Kath Pei, everybody is so welcoming. And um, I had a conversation with Yana Tori Asparaki. I don't, I don't know exactly where she is at the moment. Um, I know that she's in the Netherlands, but um, she's around my age. She's another younger email marketer Mm -hmm. uh, who just kind of helped me feel comfortable um, in the industry. I had a lot of questions when I first came in and she's like, you don't have to know everything day one. You're going to learn every day. (laughs) So I have a lot of people to thank um, just, you know, to help me learn throughout the past three years. Sure. And, you know, because like I said, it is very overwhelming, um, but <laughs> Webula and all these, it's just a, a very nice community, very welcoming. And I wouldn't be without all of these people. Yeah. I wouldn't be where I am today. Yeah. Did, did you find, did you find, cause you've been at this for a couple of years now, did, did, did you hit a point in the, in the last year or so where you, you, not, you said, I've got this down, but I you've sort of like, oh, okay, I'm starting to have a handle on at least this piece of the, the job and the company and the industry. Yeah. So when I first um, just came out in the working world, wasn't exactly like anybody else. I wasn't really sure what I wanted to do. I knew I wanted to be in marketing. Um, I had this creative side of things. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved doing website design, mm-hmm. social media. And then I just started like falling in love with content um, <laughs> and then talking to all these industry experts. And I think this year when the metric series started to become very popular and the ask the expert is it's just started to click and it just started to get really easy. Yeah. 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 A lot of, a, a, a lot of work goes into making it look easy. It uh, does. Right. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I'm sure <laughs> we only do a fraction of, of the stuff that you pull together, but did, did you, um, did, do you feel you had the, um, and it's not the right label for it, uh, you know, technical and production skills that you needed already under your belt, or did you have to learn a ton of stuff, video editing and, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, definitely, definitely learn. Okay. Lot. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, everything that I've been doing, it's just been learning on the job kind of thing. Cool. Uh, Photoshop, <laughs> you know, video editing. Yeah. yeah. It, it takes some time, but you get yes. better as you go. Yeah. Yeah. You do get better as you go and, and the tools will keep evolving and stuff, but uh, I, I think it's I think it's easy to underestimate because we sort of swim in a media ocean, right? It's easy to underestimate how much work goes in to those snippets that you see. There is there's a lot of work. Um, I have a wonderful team and a wonderful boss, Melissa, who's always helping. But um, as you know, teams are small. You end up taking on a multiple tasks. Yeah. Metric series. I'm you know, writing, editing, making the emails, mm-hmm. social media, there's a lot. And then after the, after the video is done, you have to edit it, send out an email. There's just a lot to it. So yeah. it's kind of yeah. a one, two man show. Um, I'll bet. How do you, how do you, how do you keep track of all of the pieces, both before they get assembled into content? And then after you start disseminating things into the world, saying like, what's working, what's not, what do I need to do more of? How do you keep track of everything? Um, as far as tasks, um, I'm, I'm a good paper and pen person. I just like writing all that stuff down, uh, <laughs> but we, we, we have like resources inside click up that we, we have that all like pre ready mm-hmm. to go for us pops up on our timeline. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of it, when we figure out what we want to continue on doing, obviously that's looking at metrics, see what works and what doesn't work. Yeah. Um, I, I find it's obviously the, the open rate topic was super hot for some months now. It, it, it depends on, on the guest who is yeah. on our shows, how yeah. popular they are, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, 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 we're, we're in an age where every company in some sense is in media production. I mean, you're the, you're, you're, you're on point for, for Webula for that, but you know, companies in the, uh, I'll make this up to make the point. If you're a bike repair shop, 10, 15, 20 years ago, you're a bike repair shop. Now you're like a bike media company <laughs> as well as a repair shop. If you want to yeah. get people in the door, which is just, it's bizarre, yes. right? It's just bizarre. And being really good, at, and I'm not a bike guy, it, being really good at bike repair and video editing, not necessarily found in the same background, right? Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. Spot on. That that mindset was... Uh, were you ready for that getting out of school? 
like like oh yeah that's the way the world works now is it like oh crap what <laughs> yeah that's a good question um it's i don't know how to answer this this is a good this is a good one i i was never ever overwhelmed um with anything okay. i was really eager to learn yeah i knew i think i knew coming into this world like working world everybody always said you learn on the job and that's 100 percent accurate yeah so, I mean, like I said, Webula was very flexible. They were willing to give me the necessary tools to learn. So mm -hmm. I was mm -hmm. very comfortable making mistakes, you know? Mm -hmm. um, no, I was never uncomfortable. I was always eager to learn and try new things. And I'm in a, a really awesome role here to where I got to do different things all the time. I never got to just come in and do the same thing. Right. So my, my skill set was just all over the place. I, I enjoyed it. Yeah. 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 Come in email marketing one day, I come in, do social, I do content, I do web design. Like I loved, I love it. Yeah. Oh, that's excellent. Yeah. And and that is the reality. I mean, I've, I've been working at least a year or two longer than you have. And, you know, every day, <laughs> every day it's like, wait a minute, I've got to figure out what, okay, well, that's like, that's the job. Honest to God, that's the job now. Is you're like, uh, yeah, I guess I better figure that out. Um, mm -hmm. You know, and the, the the learning resources just stagger me. You know, you go, hey, how do I, da, 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 you know, Stack Overflow, Google search, you know, forums, whatever, or reach out to experts or, you know, or mentors and say, how that? like, oh, that's how that works. Okay, cool. And then, you know, two months later, you're doing it without even thinking about it, right? No, absolutely agree. Um, I think when I first started, it was, it was balancing um, how to do your job and also how to understand what's happening in, in, in the industry. Mm -hmm. um, because when I was coming out of school and I'm like, what the heck is authentication? What is deliverability? <laughs> yeah. I, I had no idea. Yeah. And yeah. then I'm, I'm writing about this and you have to be, you know, Conversant. you have to you're writing about. Yeah. So you had, to, you had to keep up with your task and your, and your job, but also like learn the industry. And mm -hmm. I mean, I'm still learning every single day. So sure. trying to find those resources to go to like, what the heck does litmus do? Like I had to like learn that, like where yeah. to go to learn certain things. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> and, and it's not like there's a guidebook for it, yeah. you know, like any, any industry, any niche, like the, there's not a, here's the blueprint. Cause Frankly, it got reinvented somewhere in the last year, no matter what you're talking about, pretty much. Yeah, you know, I I, I 100% agree. Uh, I always found it, how do I say this? Uh, like things change all the time. So I was always very scared to like ask in these communities, like, what does this mean? Because yeah. we're like, People, people like experts like you, not, not that you would ever do this, but would be like, you don't know what that means. Like, I don't know that like it, when I first came in, it was very intimidating. Right. Because you, because you, you thought you had to be an, you thought it had to be more you had to be an than expert you right away. Yeah. 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 Should, there's so much. And truthfully, I don't know anybody around my age um, to, to really talk to about that and have those kind of questions. Sure. Um, I'm, I'm actually, com I'm comfortable. I think I have enough um, expert friends that where I could go to and talk, but people who don't, yeah. it's very, it's very hard to, to find a group or, or young yeah. um, email experts. To are you, to. did you join, there, there are a number of industry groups. You've, you mentioned Gene Jennings and, and of course we're talking about only influencers there. And if you're not, if you're an email and you're not an only influencers tip, yep. Number one, join only influencers, but uh, women of email, are you part of that group as well? I am, yes. Has that been helpful in terms of learning learning the space? Absolutely. I think they're a very supportive group. Um, I think email, the Email Geek Slack channel was also very good. It's a great one, um, yeah. I started a group with Yana Tori Asparaki and Tom Bleijavon from um, Flowmailer, mm -hmm. uh, uh, Next Gen Email Group. For nice. that specific reason of yeah. uh, greener, um, newer email marketers who just wanted a, a safe community just mm -hmm. to ask those so-called stupid questions <laughs> um, and have a, a place to find resources where we needed to go. So right, right. Um, we're still in the midst of launching that, and hopefully that you know helps people feel a little bit more comfortable, like how I wish I felt when I first came in. Now it just struck me. And I really didn't think about this until this moment, but 
a substantial amount of your time in in you know this job this company this industry <laughs> has been the middle of this pandemic yep holy cow i know you know those of us who those of us who remember going to offices <laughs> uh are are just delighted with the new, with the new <laughs> sorry I just think, yay yay for yay for work from home yay for remote um then waiting for you guys for 20 years to catch up with me here <laughs> um, but that that is a really different experience base i'm guessing you navigate you know zoom calls and phone calls and international etc like that's that's normal for you and it wasn't normal that long ago yeah yeah i was just gonna say that i mean a young we're younger we're used to technology we can do anything when it comes mm. to technology so you know i i actually i agree and i disagree i can't remember if you and i talked about this but uh um having a couple of, of millennials of my own um or whatever whatever bracket fall roughly your age um and i've talked with them about it they're like i say like your generation is actually not that tech savvy and they're like yeah you're right dad they're not they think it all works it's kind of what you discovered about email. It doesn't just work. You don't just hit send. There's people, decisions, infrastructure, technology, mistakes, hairballs, all sorts of stuff behind the green button that you, that you click to make the thing work. Yeah. And, no, and I it, actually do agree. I'll take my statement back. We are like <laughs> this. I think the people below us were who were just born straight into technology. I know I, I had times growing up where I didn't use technology. I played, I played outside. So yeah, yeah. Um, no, I, I do agree. Um, the transition was fine. Um, I, I think I was already working in the space a year. About a year before, before the year, about two years. Okay. Two years. So, I mean, not as long as most, but um had you gotten to at least one live conference and and actually face to face met other people that that helps doesn't it yeah i actually that's the one thing i missed i really enjoyed Agreed. going to shows before um covid hit yeah and i'm heading to my first one since covid here yeah. in december so i'm yeah. excited yeah no it's uh it, it i i was i was i was a long time non-fan of, of live conferences but the, the email space in particular, having a lot of uh, just wonderful people and relationships in it. I'm, I'm really looking forward yes. to live conferences again. So like just to, just to, you know, see those folks and, you know, have a beer, have lunch, whatever with them. Um, oddly that we're all, we're all kind of hankering for that in this far side of this lockdown stuff, yeah. but we're not we're not going to shift the work style back to exactly what it was i really don't think no i um i i like the mix currently here at webulo we come in once or twice a week do you okay cool yeah yeah and then working from home i could i would say i'm probably more productive at home i'm just straight focused but it's nice to come in and just see mm -hmm. people that we work with um we're big on culture here so we like to have food challenges we just had crock pot chili challenge we're starting some <laughs> challenges so it, it's fun it's nice to like make oh that's schedule. that's good how many how many how big's the company in terms of number of employees uh about 20, 20 oh that's a nice size cool. yeah you know everybody we know everybody yeah yeah that's a really I mean, we have people all over the country so yeah sometimes we have our friday you know meets online it's nice to see everybody's face uh that's something we started during covid just to have a check-in every yes. friday yes so, yeah yeah the, all, all that 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 uh I'll, I'll age myself with the joke here so hollywood squares or brady bunch yes, you know, wall of squares. wall of faces and you can yes. like this yeah. but it it does it does matter and it does it does actually help i have to say and, and i think you've been on a number of them as well the the only influencers group gene teed up the live thursday mm -hmm. calls and i and i feel like that's become real like I, i've gotten to know a lot of people in those conversations and it's been it's been incredibly uh it's been it's just been a wonderful piece of life and and, and before that i would not have i would have said a couple years ago casual zoom call give me a break it's actually usually really good conversation. It's a privilege to sit in and you know listen to a lot of them. I do I do agree. I, that's where I I met you, Matthew, and that's the right. OI calls on Thursdays. So <laughs> they definitely, you know, before this, I was 
never big on any of the Zoom calls, but I, I felt a little more comfortable. The community was very welcoming. And it was just mm-hmm. a really relaxed conversation about blog posts. And yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so as the content marketing, one of the content marketing experts in this space, like where do you see content marketing shifting as you look ahead with what you're doing in, you know, in your role? Like, what do you, what do you think you're going to need to start doing differently to help your company get where it wants to go? Well, I'm noticing utilizing experts has been very, very big, but um, I just think, I, I know you've heard this a lot, but video, video is just something that's, that's going to be continue to rise and I need to utilize more um, on. So um, try to incorporate, uh, we surprisingly just started true email marketing last year. So ramping up on email marketing a little bit more. So yeah. Oh, you, you mean yeah. the, just just in terms of your own, yes. your own outreach and upkeep? It's it's a it's yes. a lot of work, isn't it? It is. It is a lot of work. Like oh, you vey. <laughs> it's like mm-hmm. oh, you just put a thing on your website and email will magically go out. No, uh, it it it's it's a, it, having something to say and say regularly. Um, we we vamped up Webula's website very nicely in the past mm-hmm. two years as far as content, but my next goal is to like really get out there on just like not just our website, but just get out there and talk to as many people as possible. Really? And 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 transform a lot of that into into video and from a content perspective? Yeah, video internally, you know, of course, but just getting out there on other blogs and partnering webinars. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. This will be an this will be an esoteric uh, road to go down, but since you and I both do a bit of this, um, I go back and forth about some aspects of video and and asterisk. I've been championing video uh, online for a, a lot longer than a lot longer than most people have. Um, Two thousand nine, I launched a explainer video company like. YouTube was YouTube was a little baby at that point. Sure. Um, and there's no question about how engaging the form is and how how different the attention and engagement is when you have a serviceable, useful piece of content. I do find myself thinking, A, I, there's no way in heck I can watch everything I should. Sure. Like, there's just not enough time on the clock. Sure. And I find myself impatient with um sort of impatient with video that doesn't try to maximize my viewing time like this is going to sound finicky but when i watch an explainer video in the first 15 seconds or someone's flying logo i'm like stop next why because you just wasted 15 seconds and get didn't get to the point sure yeah and it it's 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 like we're we're there's more than we'll ever watch, which is kind of a funny thing to think about. You know, I agree, but do you, would you rather watch a video or read like a blog post in my eyes? Truth, truthfully, depends on the topic, okay. depends, on the, depends on the context. Um, I'm, a, I'm an avid reader and I read fast. So scan, skip, skim behaviors are useful. Um, and video doesn't video and audio don't afford that very well. Right. Um, yeah. And, and, you know, you know, video is closer to being experiential reading, obviously reading and text quite, quite, uh, quite abstract. And the way we, uh, the way we process them, uh, is different. Um, so, so I don't know if that answered your question, but keep going with your thought. No, I mean, I actually have to agree with you. I guess it just depends. But most of the time, I'm going to be honest, I, I, you're right, I skim. But I, I, I think video appeals more to me. Um, yep. When I'm scrolling through LinkedIn, when I see videos, I'm more mm-hmm. likely to watch it than, mm-hmm. than read a, a long post, to be yeah. honest. Yeah, um, yeah. Or, or or sometimes a both and. Um, do, you, do, you get, do you transcribe or have transcriptions of your expert panel's videos done? I actually don't. No, that's actually a good, good thought. Yeah, well, for what it's worth, um, this our conversation will end up being transcribed. But um, the balance, the balance we've struck with it, is is AI machine transcription, okay. partially for the comedic value, 
because you know it's going to get some stuff just comically awful. But, you know, if I when when I take this conversation and we've edited the video, we get the transcription, we put it on a page on the site, we put the transcription below. I mean, I hate to bow to the mighty Goog, but the value of that piece of video content goes way the heck up with all of the keywords that we've unconsciously been using in the course of this conversation there in a machine readable form. I 100% agree with you. I think that's something we'll have to tackle in our deliverability series next year. Might not be a bad idea. You do have to you you do have to uh, uh, get a pair of handcuffs or sit on your hands if you have any any kind of a perfectionist streak because <laughs> transcription is awful. <laughs> you know, it's like it's oh, it's amazing. It's this good. Oh, that's awful. And yeah. Say, do I say uh that much? Oh my god, <laughs> it's embarrassing. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I hate yeah. watching myself on videos. Yeah, so. sure, sure, sure. But if you that. and if you go down the rabbit hole of trying to correct a transcription, yeah, three hours later, mm-hmm. you realize how much, you know, how much, how much text we make when we're just conversing with each other, and how oh. poorly structured the sentences, paragraphs, thoughts, etc., connections tend to be. Yeah, no, I agree. And we're well, all fine you. with it. Yeah, thank you for the idea. I got to get on that for next year. I will when I, when we finish this. I'll you know when I when I click the little pausey button, I will I will send you a couple of recommendations because okay. we've I've run the run the 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 geek gamut on that. No one's perfect at it yet. It's getting better and better. Um, proper noun stuff. You know, Webula will probably trip up an AI. Sure. Sure. Um, and you know, name name mistyped once will be mistyped many times. That's relatively easy to correct. But terms of art, acronyms, um, industry terms, those things tend to be kind of a stumble because they're very general case models at this point. But getting better and better and better at a scary fast pace. I had been reading, and I was curious to talk to you about this. I, I had been reading about sort of doom and gloom prognostications that we're all about to get swamped by a tsunami of AI generated content where you say, gee, I need an article on deliverability. Oh, hey, computer, go write an article on deliverability for me. Yeah. Which just pisses me off to think about. Yeah. Did really, did, did someone actually say something or was that just words that got put together? Yeah. How, I'd be curious to see how that actually works. I mean, how how good those articles, like good quality articles, those would be, even be. Second word there, quality. Quality, yeah. It's a dodgy one. Do you get reproached? I get approached by, well, if you're on LinkedIn, you're going to get approached no matter what, but get approached with, oh, hey, we'll, we'll write articles for you. All the time. And I want to go, how, in the, how would you have the slightest idea what to say? Like, All the time. Yeah, it's irksome. Yeah. And and I don't even think they know what the business is half the time. Like they're right. It doesn't even make sense for us. So doesn't I, I would I would argue in some in a sort of philosophical sense it doesn't make sense for anybody because if the, if the value like the value of what of what you've done with your expert series is this sort of enormous compression of get people who do know what they're talking about get them to talk about it you know cut it well put it together in a really presentable format make it available boom done what that was a really valuable five or ten minute or whatever watch cool some guy writing a generic article in a topic that he or she has no expertise in no. may meet, meet the content marketing bar but all it really does is lower the bar yeah um nobody really knows who they are and it probably won't help your your seo efforts either if it doesn't really well yes or no right we're in a battle we're in a battle there for keyword keyword who's got enough of them we we get a lot of people come and ask for backlinks too all the time that don't really make sense um, (coughs) for our industry yeah 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 it's going it's it's going to be it's going to be a problem and it's a consequence of or cost of of the gains we're getting from from disciplines like AI that, um, what's the AI that's uh, sort of buzzy and famous right now, LPT3, I think, like really darn good writer. You say, hey, I need a, you know, I need a, I need six paragraphs on email hygiene, blah, 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 blah. 
and it it's ingested you know enormous corpuses corpi yeah. of text and and it all looks really serviceable no one had that thought no shock is scary but we'll be competing with that sucker i keywords. know I know. And we're already, you know, you know, the email industry has changed throughout the years, obviously. But I mean, there's so many people already out there, like true people who are writing every day. Um, I come across like tons of articles on one topic. How do you truly know what article is really telling the truth? Do you ever come across that every once in a while? Every once in a while, I'm like, I see two two different views. What is the true answer? Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, there, there, there isn't one, <laughs> but <laughs> no, it's, that, it's almost an existential issue when it, when, when it comes to knowledge, knowing decisions, like, like our business needs to do X, uh, let's pick on, let's just to be recursive, we'll pick on SEO. We need to improve the SEO on our site. You can find 5,000 different people who will offer to do it for you, claim they're experts, say they're going to re- change it. How do you know which of them knows what in the heck doing? Yeah. It's a tough call. It is. And and uh, there's no guidebook for that either. Yeah. You know, sometimes the cream sort of rises to the top. Like there are, if you spend enough time in a given niche, you go, ah, oh, that person right. has said stuff often enough or their prediction has come true or they're backing it with data or facts or whatever else um, that will trust them on it. But it's an astonishing amount of work mm-hmm. to, to to do that verification side of things. A former par- former business partner of mine observed once that he just watched himself. He said the amount of time he would invest in deciding to buy a you know fifteen dollar book was just ridiculous. And I'm like, you're right, you're right. You know, read the reviews and check the stars and read the other reviews and go see like. Wait a minute. <laughs> what happened to just oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> read it. Yeah. Because there's someone there's someone's content. waving a book every time. Business books particularly. Oh, buy my book. Wait. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. It it's going to be this this domain, marketing and content. It's it's going to be tougher because we're gonna have more bots pretending to do the job. Yep. And <sighs> I'm curious to see how that's going to work. Yeah. Yeah. We don't, we don't know. And I mean, run the clock back a few years, the, the amount of available sort of text and knowledge in the world, unfathomable now compared to 20 years ago. And, you know, we're navigating as best we can, but you end up with this. I mean, there's a funny, funny through line in our conversation so far where a, a lot of the key learning is very personal, very community, very kind of seat of the pants. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that's part of how we navigate the the complexity. You know, so I trust so-and-so to tell me how to do that. Yes. So they're kind of helping me ignore the dribble. And where do you meet the people and get to know and trust them? Mm-hmm. Conferences, conversations, Absolutely. you know, enough repetitive exposure. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah yeah exactly that um when i first started i started to see a trend of people who popped up on my on my timelines i started to get familiarized with the experts and, and the companies and that's just kind of how i knew the trusted sources so interesting interesting do you keep do you tend to keep that file you know i'm does that does that ranking tend to sort of exist in between your ears or you're super methodical in a crm about it or what uh no it's pretty much the same you know yeah. who you know who you know yeah i know who i know and i'd like to obviously sometimes i feel like i'm blinded i feel like i need to get out there and and, and know more people too yeah. obviously but um you know every time somebody new comes here i, I have like a long list of experts to follow yeah uh, places to you know websites to go to and everybody that comes in is like this is absolutely awesome like this was so helpful because i wish i had something like that when i first came in right you know, okay follow. yeah okay that's good that's good to hear what's mm-hmm. what's what's your advice going to be there'll be some point in the near future when you're just gonna you're gonna get some youngster <laughs> working for you or joining the team or something you go like ooh, i'm kind of passing the torch now what are, what are you going to tell them uh, everything will be okay. You've got to learn 
everything <laughs> the first day. Um, you will start to become more comfortable as the days go on. Um, I know when I first started going on these calls with these experts, I'd be like, oh my God, I'm so excited you're talking to me. You took the time out yeah. of your day to talk to me. Yeah. Like, I'm, like, you know who I am. Like, it, it's a cool feeling um, to build those relationships and yeah. people like I said, people want to talk to you. So yeah. uh, it gets better. You learn every day. I was so overwhelmed when I first started. Um, it's just the industry and keeping up with the conversations. I was very intimidated coming on these calls with experts. Yeah. And I was scared. I was scared of like, I don't want to ask that dumb question because you guys have been in the industry for 20 plus years and I'm coming in here asking what's authentication. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. That's how I felt, but it gets easier. That's, that's my advice. It gets easier if you're, if you're willing to learn and follow those experts. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and if they're experts, I would, I would argue if I, they're experts, they're probably pretty darn good at learning. Yes. Cause the constant keep up. I mean, you, you referenced it, but we can pick on it at least a little bit on, um, you know, the, the, the upset of the Apple card in the email space by the by Apple themselves in this case, right? Uh, we changed change the key metric because Apple's handling pixels differently. Like watching that conversation unfold, which it still is, it and is. and 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 trying to figure out what the heck impact what the impact's going to be. Going, yeah, nobody knows. We're going to have to actually pull back the covers and look and watch pixels and requests and stuff like mm -hmm. that, and then add a bunch of them up and go, oh, this is good, or no, it's not that big an impact. Like completely uh completely uh virgin territory for someone to figure out in the last six months yeah and no one absolutely. no one saw it coming no um somebody like me who like i said i'm a content marketer i'm not necessarily an email marketer who knows yeah. all the ins and outs of this stuff so when the news came out i'm kind of like all right i'm learning what, what does this mean <laughs> yeah you know yeah. Um, and then interviewing experts for our Ask the Expert series next year. That's going to be a question. Yeah. Um, the impact. How, yeah. It's interesting to hear that there really hasn't been much impact yet. I think we all kind of panicked. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Not, not, not yet. I, I, I think we not talked yet. about this. Like, you, like that number, the number could spike. The impact could become worse um, fairly quickly. And nobody has any control of that throttle except Apple. Um, in this sure. case, because like just take up right now is 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 fairly low. We keep seeing sub twenty percent numbers in the stats that we're running. I'm like, hmm, interesting. But uh, you know, as I said, when my wife says, "Should I should I do this upgrade that my phone is telling me to do?" Then I'll know the number's about to go doink and jump yeah. a bunch, right? <laughs> I think it was just an eye opener for all of us. You know, the open rates there but you shouldn't be relying on it yeah 100 yeah you know, yeah no yeah 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 absolutely well one of the one of the things that happens in any space is well let me i'll, I'll, I'll do this in an analogy the college campus you went to was erie erie yeah penn state bear and erie penn campus erie. were there were there spots on on the commons or on the grass where there was essentially a trail worn in the grass because people always cut that corner absolutely mm -hmm. yeah and and it's because that's the shortest way to get there etc and someone else walked on it so i'll walk and I, I mean we end up with that in any space so it's sort of oh well this is this solves a problem or this gets me from a to b better so we all end up doing it and using it wasn't necessarily designed for that yeah. right that's open right. rates and email are an accident they're an accident yeah they were not designed they're an accident and now we're a little like, oh, someone took my accident away. <laughs> exactly. exactly. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, Perfect. Ding. Yeah. Okay. And <laughs> guess you'll have to adjust, won't you? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You know, web websites and search optimization, a bunch of accidents there. And one, you know, one company in particular did a really good job of going, ooh, we could actually do something with that. And, and, they took, I'm talking about Google here. Google took enough control of the sort of accident about website structure where they flipped it over and now you really tailor your website to make Google happy. They're more the gateway to your yeah. traffic than the site itself. Fair yeah. statement? Fair. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, it's uh, pretty fascinating. <laughs> it's pretty fascinating to yeah. watch. Yeah. Not to go, not to go down a rabbit hole. SEO was very interesting. It's just a whole different world too. 
um, you know, just getting website pages ready and blog. It, sometimes you feel like you're writing like a, for a robot. You are writing for a robot because you want to be ranked. You are writing yeah. for a robot. Yeah, I, 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 I worked with a service to do a press release a couple months back. And I, you know, it was one of those, I, you know, they got paid to do the release and I sent them the key bits of the subject matter. And the article I sent back was, it was just awful. <laughs> I read the, I read the release. I'm like, I'm not putting my name on this prose. This sucks. <laughs> and they said, it's you like, we're really good at writing stuff for SEO. I'm like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, that's really depressing. Like, it- Oh, Agreed. keywords and stuffed and like, ah, oh, just awful. Right. But that's, that's a very human metric to put on. That's not why the press release is not for eyeballs to read, dude. No, it's for robots to read, to eventually get some eyeballs to whatever the thing is like, wow, that's just flipping bizarre. Exactly. That sounds like a good use for AI, right? Right. I, I was just going to say that there's AI for you. It right boilerplate so all the robots can write for each other you guys just go talk to each other <laughs> like leave us alone we're gonna go to a conference and have a beer <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. and at the same time are you on top of your google analytics like at for your site um i that's more melissa she okay. tracks that stuff every day yes i look at i look at google analytics for our 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 website properties and it's just like it makes me want to makes me want to go have lunch or or or, or like yeah. just anything except trying to understand. Whoa, it's a yeah. whole discipline. It's a whole science of its own, and I'm not interested enough to try and get on top of it. To be honest, I know I actually have to agree with you on that one. It's like insane, oh. and this is like that's that's a free service, <laughs> right? <laughs> I know. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you, uh, did you feel like you had to, you had to sort of way amp up the the technical skill sets, the wrong label, but tech and data and just facility with digital tools. Did you have to, did you have to, uh, increase your time spent on learning the, the tool set of the job, or did you feel like you kind of had enough grounding to make that easy? Absolutely. You have to learn everything on the job, of course. Um, yeah, not technical HTML. You can't just go in and drag and drop anything anymore with website. You got you got to do some code. As far as metrics and understanding, yeah, you yeah. had to. It took time. Yeah, interesting. Never saw any of that stuff before this job. So right, right. Well, even even I had we had someone on the team here with a they're fresh out of college comp sci degree. And it was, it was, I, 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 I'm picking on you, dude. So if you watch this, you know, I'm picking on you. It's like <laughs> took him six months to, to start being useful. Like mm-hmm. don't do theory, right? I need results. And you're not going to write an operating system. Like, you know, like solve this little problem with this tool set as fast as you can and move on to the next one. Why? Cause that's the job, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, he, he, the base knowledge was there, but that, that really specific solve this thing today domain knowledge that you that you have to do every day that I have to do every day mm-hmm. and and learning to do that as as quickly as possible and sort of start accumulating those pieces as you go along that's 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 more the nature of work now no yeah it's it's tough because you, you everybody sees all the fun stuff of your job you know the content creating and yeah that's the stuff that i enjoy the most yeah it's the dirty work you gotta you know you gotta understand the metrics what's working what's not working the tools like you said so yeah. i mean as much as you don't enjoy it you have to do it yeah 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 and and the the uh, the sort of organize the keep the bits and pieces and parts organized so you don't make yourself crazy as well it's like yeah that takes just as much time as everything else just organizing keeping organizing, keeping track of things i read the other day not not, i'm not picking on you i'm not picking on your generation but i read the other day someone said like it's shocking there's a generation you know below a certain age they don't do folders they're used to sort of flat structures and i'm like what like yeah you say I think it was a college prof said when he when he said, you know, put the such and such in that folder, blank look, like, what are you talking about? So and, what did they do? Um, I, I think it's more everything's in a search engine somewhere. 
as an alternative? Well, yeah. I have a little old school in myself. So I would say, I mean, I do folders. Yeah. I, I, I think if you do content and you don't do folders, you're dead. Yeah, absolutely. You have to. You, you get have backups to. on backups on backups. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. Ugh. And you get it kind of you get kind of anal about your your naming and structuring and oh. stuff like that because otherwise you just can't like uh, yeah. you make more work for yourself if you if you don't kind of get on top of that stuff. <laughs> <Absolutely>. <laughs> yes, that was the wrong question for somebody. Yeah, folders absolutely. Folders absolutely. Okay, glad. Yeah, glad to hear. And and you know what. You can get more than one college degree and not know how to how to make a proper folder structure, which should be illegal in my humble opinion. I know, I know. Indeed. Yeah, because and then when you get someone else's mess, oh. <laughs> right? How do you, why is it? Uh, this is uh, I can't right panic. Yeah. Where is any like? Where is everything? You where is everything? Yeah, where is anything? <laughs> Well, I mean, we're all we're, in a funny way. We're all writing code, whether or not we think we are. We're all writing code. There's a whole yeah. bunch of like symbol manipulation and reference stuff going on in Excel, in a folder, on your hard disk, in your Google Drive, whatever it is. Like, like there's 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 actual development work there, and and we yeah. don't necessarily know how to do it. <laughs> or some some people are naturally better at it. Some yeah, are organized. Some files others. you can't find. If you need the actual editable file, you can't find it. You got to recreate it. It's just it's, there's a lot. That is one thing about video. To go back down that rabbit hole, and I learned it the hard way. Like video kind of sucks in in terms of its uh, searchability. If you're not really good at keeping track of stuff, yeah. you go like, "Where's that piece of footage on?" You know, talking with boy. If you didn't name it the right thing, you're never gonna find it. Very true. Mm -hmm. That's actually another reason the transcription thing is surprisingly useful. That's a good point. Easy search. Ding. It's like, yep. even if it's sloppy, you like put the transcription in the folder with the footage. Why? <laughs> yeah. then, you have, then you have a chance at finding it. Yep. There you go. Well, there we go. We've managed to chat away 45 minutes. I knew it'd be fun to talk with yeah. you. So do I understand congratulations on homeownership are in order here? Yes. How's that feel? Fire, so it's fun. Yeah. Adulting. <laughs> Adulting. And as we were talking about before we hit the record button, moving. I will, I will be 26 on Friday, so I will definitely be adulting uh, with health insurance. <laughs> Over the quarter century mark. Here you go. Yes. Well, yeah, that's right. That's a big threshold. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I mean, I've got an, I've got an almost 26 year old and he's keenly aware that that threshold is coming <laughs> as well. You're like, Oh, better have a plan for that one. Yeah. You better have a plan for that one. Right. Time to leave the parents nest on that one. That yeah. Awesome. That's okay. That's okay. You're, you're, you're well, out, you're well out of that one. Well, you perhaps the promise that you're sticking around this industry for a long time. Cause it's delightful to, to have you doing what you're doing in it. Well, thank you. I, you know, I wouldn't be where I am in this part of my career without Webula and a lot of these experts yeah. like, like you, um, just being very supportive and, and having open arms, making yep. it fun. So I have to say this, and I think I've touched on it with you before, but not all industries are like this. Mm -hmm. I've worked in a lot of different spaces and emails, unusual, unusually supportive, unusually inviting it's like it, it it's my favorite of 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 many different uh industries that are kind of you know tech centric like wow I, I and i don't know why i don't care <laughs> it's just like it's cool yeah so yeah you, you land in the right spot was it not accidental but like were you hunting in the email space or did you happen to land at webula and go oh look lucky me look where i landed yeah, I just happened to land on Webula. I was just out of looking for marketing yeah. jobs and yeah. specifically like, you know, content creating and it just happened to land on them. And I'm like, what the heck is this? Like, yeah. I have no idea. And just yeah. to to learn. it was really exciting. Yeah. Oh, cool. Cool. Cause there's, uh, a, you know, all sorts of, all sorts of stuff open to you from, from, from here and to, and your company it looks like the company's doing great. Yeah. Yeah. I remember when I first got the job, everybody's like, so what does your company do? I'm like, 
um email industry they're like what so it, it took some time to like nobody had any idea like, nobody, just, didn't you say you're at a reunion or something and and you were trying to explain a bit about that to people yeah so maybe like almost a year or two ago um my marketing professor and Penn State Baron reached out to me and wanted to, me to be on a podcast with her mm -hmm. to talk about what I do. Mm -hmm. And uh, the kids were like, what? There, there's that much that goes into email? I'm like, yeah, those emails that you get from Old Navy, I mean, those take a lot of work. It's not just typing up an email and click and send. So they thought it was very fascinating. Yeah, yeah. And and relatable in that everyone's got an inbox and has seen, right? Seen, seen it. So you have an entry point for that conversation the old navy that's a good example right like, yeah. like two weeks two weeks and i think the average investment in an email template or in an email like it's thousands of dollars before they hit send yeah wow yep. <laughs> that's crazy <laughs> and then you start looking at the numbers that fly around you know a a, a retailer like that is going to be in the millions and millions a week that, mm -hmm. that they're sending like wow that's a lot to keep track of yeah, I mean, I don't know if everybody my age would agree with me, but I'm not going to lie. I'm not a big email person. I, I don't sit there and really look at coupons as much as like, I don't know. Mm -hmm. You would think because we're younger, so we're more tech savvy, but I didn't. I never really relied on email as much as I do now. So email wasn't really big to me. Um, so uh, I think it was really interesting to these kids that like how much actually went into email because... Mm -hmm. I don't think they're in their inboxes 24 seven, like maybe like older people are. So was your on-ramp, was your on-ramp for email, like specifically Jenna starts using email, the college application process? Um, yeah, pretty much. That's what I recall, I have two sons and, and that's my recollection. I, I, I got, email address because I'm a geek I got email addresses for both of them relatively early on mm -hmm. but it was like they just didn't you know eh, nah, yeah, you know we text me this or that and when they started the college process all of a sudden it's a bit of adulting right it's like yeah uh no that's all going to come in your to your email address really mm -hmm. yeah really I like, mean I had it for social media you know you have to log in with an email um but then when college hit like you said that's when I started using email more yeah yeah, yeah. And and I mean, it sort of it starts that dependency slash habit slash or whatever else, whether or not you live in your inbox, slightly different question, whether you've whether you've got Ryan Phelan said, if you don't have an email address, you're kind of digitally homeless, right? It's like, Absolutely. It, yeah, everyone's and it's not like it's a cost factor anymore. Um, like get a Gmail address. Okay, that was easy. Um, so yeah, and, it, and, it, and everyone's got at least at least one, I think the average is more like four addresses <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah hmm hmm well we'll have to do a repeat of this and compare notes in about a year how's that sound let's let's do it cool that sounds fun well thanks jenna my guest today has been the wonderful jenna davini from webula uh she of much uh content marketing fame go on linkedin look for experts panels and a lot of emails related stuff and you will find her thank you for the time young lady thank you matthew